Hey everyone, welcome to episode 8. Sorry we had to take a break the last couple of weeks due to holidays, sickness, and what have you. But we are back with a good one this week. This episode is all about the creep factor of men and how they approach women. So buckle your seatbelts because this is an interesting one and let me know what you think. Thank you. All right, episode eight is here. Took a little hiatus because I may have been sick, I may have went on a trip, and airplanes do gnarly things to your body. Um, But we're back, and episode eight is all about creeps. And more, (laughs) more detail on that is men specifically creeping out women, because honestly, you guys do it a lot. Um, <laughs> understatement of the year. <laughs> Under, understatement of 2020. Uh, yeah. Um, I have the lovely Joelle here. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. It's been a while. It's been a minute. And I'm so glad that like today we are reunited and touching on this great topic. My favorite topic. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. I wanted to have you on this episode because living in the center of LA like you do and you walk to work in things right you pretty much walk everywhere mecca capital of creeps yes. yeah 20 minute so, walk to work 20 minute walk back from work and just endless thing. possibilities for creepy endless. shit to happen endless <laughs> insane so that's why I was like naturally I should have you on this because <laughs> oh, I'm you. sure you have endless experiences yes. um so I'm hoping I'm hoping some lessons can be learned maybe okay. because I know the personal experience I have I don't think this guy had like malintent at all. I don't think he had any idea that he came off creepy. Right. But if you think about it like in retrospect like ugh, wrong approach. Right. You know what I mean? Um what happened? Well, here we go. So <laughs> I went through a really big phase of working out super early. I would get up at like 5 a.m., go to the gym at 5.30, um, get a workout in before work, all that stuff, Um, which sometimes I still do, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Sleeping is nice. Um, And me just being kind of like the social whatever person I am, um, when I walk in, I would say hi, and when I would leave, I would say bye to the people that work there, because you know, at a typical gym, there's a front desk. Right. It's <laughs> which, a nice thing to which do. Which tends to be by the door. Right. <laughs> so, so I would just do that. And like, mind you, like I would always have my headphones in because that's what you do when you go to the gym, right? Um, headphones are just pretty much in all the time. Um, so I would walk in, give a little wave. I probably wouldn't even actually utter the word hello. I think <laughs> I would just wave and kind of like mouth it at these people. Um, and then same when I would leave. I would just give them a little wave and walk out the door go on about my day um and it was typically like the same staff every time like people work the same shifts yeah. people's work schedules so it's normal so I'd see the same like two or three people almost every day so then it's like I almost felt obligated to say hello yeah, right yeah, like because now you they know literally you. Yeah, yeah you literally see these people every day so um so yeah that was really my only thought or mindset like be a decent human being and say hi to the people you see every day um, but one day in particular, I say bye, and once again, I have headphones in, music is blaring into my eardrums, and 
as I'm like going to put my key into the car door to like let myself in my car, um, from the corner of my eye, I see like one of the guys like that works there. there. Yeah, that works there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So like, so you know, I'm walking to my car. I turn to go get in my car, and then he's like there. <laughs> and I was kind of like, huh. So I legitimately did like a jump and like pulled out my headphones and was kind of like, hi. <laughs> and he, you know, and kind of an awkward how you normally, how, no guy asks for a number in like a not awkward way, right. to be honest. Right, it's very um, Very rare. Uh, asked for my phone number, and uh, I feel like half the time a guy asks for a girl's number you end up giving it to them because you don't know what else to do you feel awkward and you feel awkward and you're and scared like, you kind of right because yeah. you're by yourself yeah by yourself in a parking lot yeah. <laughs> no one else really around i don't care if the sun's out or not yeah it doesn't matter exactly so kind of felt a little cornered in a sense um was like okay sure gave him my phone number and then i was like okay bye um i <laughs> immediately just like changed my life schedule and started working out after work like i was just like screw it i'll deal with the rush hour oh my bs God. after work it was like packed gym um just because i don't want to see this guy like i don't want to like uh run into him again did he try texting you he did text me a few times okay um and i would like it was very uh like <laughs> bottom of the barrel basic conversation of like Hey, it's, I think his name was Chris. Hey, it's Chris from uh, the gym. Like, no, whatever. Like, basic, nothing special conversation. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, how's your day going? Kind of like just giving the bare minimum of conversation. Yeah. And I think I eventually just faded out and stopped going to the gym at that time because I was like, I, I can't. And then it, it makes me wonder, like, okay, if I'm just being a polite human like, some men are going to see that as I'm interested. Yeah, exactly. And Absolutely. that's... I'm just saying hello. The worst part about all of that, I think, to me, is when you are being nice and you give them the number because you are being nice, and then you're and then they ask you out. Right. And you're like, oh, no, sorry, not interested. You're a fucking bitch. Are you're you, a bitch, what, Who yeah. do you think you are? Yeah. Why would you even? Blah, Why blah, did you blah. waste my time? Why did you waste my time? Stuff. And it's like, well, you kind of forced me into fucking giving you a... Yeah, like, and it's and to be honest, like what you said earlier about nine times out of ten you're alone too. Yeah. So it's like if guys are already hostile and assholes about being rejected via a text message, exactly. I don't really want to risk rejecting you in person. In person by myself. Not to say that all of the guys, all guys are like this. They're of not. Course and not. bless. Like, they could probably, these people could probably be the nicest human beings in the entire world. But I think what the problem be- is, is that, you know, this has happened so many times. We don't fucking know. Yeah. We do it's not It's a roll know. of the dice. We, we have exactly, no idea. Exactly. Yeah. It's a roll of dice. We don't know what is going on. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that now, it's gotten to a point where now it's like every single person that, even smiles at me on the street. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> the immediate reaction is, fuck you, don't look at me. Right? Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. don't, because there's been so many times where it's negative mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the one time it's positive, at this point, I don't even want to know. I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't oh, even, yeah. just leave me alone. You know? Oh, it yeah. sucks. I had one experience, so on that note of just never knowing what the fuck you're going to get, I, 
I have no problem saying where I was either. I was at the fucking bungalow in Santa Monica, <laughs> oh, which I will never go to again. I heard that place is full of douchebag douche central. <laughs> yeah. So this been, is this is my one and done experience and story from that fucking place. So me and two girlfriends go there. So it's three of us, three girls, and it was super packed because I think it was like a Friday night, and it's Santa Monica. It was summertime. Yep. It's a patio. Yeah. Everything is just packed with people. So. Uh, once a little, like, love seat bench opened up on this patio, I, like, sat my ass down on it, and I was like, <laughs> girls, come to me! Like, yeah. how you do when you finally get, like, a place to sit at a crowded bar, right? Yeah. So, um, I was trying to get one of the girls' attention, because, granted, it's loud, and you're in a bar, so whatever. Um, so I was, like, motioning to one of them, kind of calling them, like, hey, hey, <laughs> sit next to me, so no one else sits next to me, right? This guy directly in front of me, he turns around to look at me and goes to introduce himself. I think he was like, hey, my name's Drew. And as I was like in mid-sentence talking to one of my friends to get them to come over to me, I guess I took point two seconds too long to acknowledge this fucking Drew. Okay. And he, by the time I finish my sentence <laughs> that I was in the middle of when he just like, word vomited his name at me I turned to look at him and he goes fuck you and walks wow. away just wow just and I literally was sitting there like I, I didn't even get a chance to say hello to you <laughs> like Drew this could have been great but you literally <laughs> said fuck you by the time I turned to look at you that it literally <laughs> blows my fucking mind <laughs> so I, that's the bungalow one never going Santa there. Monica god Thanks. you know what I'm I'm so over like those kind of bars too it's terrible They're, it's terrible anywhere anywhere like that that's it's a well breeding ground like, yeah do you know those places that where you go and you know guys are praying like oh, it happens yeah. everywhere but there's the certain places yeah. that you're just going to avoid at all costs totally at all costs totally. but going back to what you were saying about the guy at the gym. Mm -hmm. So I had a similar, well, not really, but <laughs> since we're talking about creeps. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> I walk to work and I get the amount of shit that gets yelled at me from across the street just, mm -hmm. be, just because it has nothing to do with what I look. I am, I guarantee I'm 100% fucking serious. This is not because I am dressed a certain way or I look a certain way or anything. It's literally because they think... I have a vagina. They don't fucking know if I have a vagina or <laughs> you not. You could have a full but hood. I could, you could have every. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. As long yeah. as they think you are a girl or a woman, they will fucking say something. But we'll get back to that. There's plenty of stories on that. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, I work in the jewelry district and in downtown. And um, I remember this one time, you know, I, I, you see the same people all yeah. the time. Mm -hmm. Well, there was this one guy probably my age in his, you know, 30s. And I, we would ride the elevator together. I, when I'm working, I don't fucking talk. I don't like to talk to anybody. I just, mm -hmm. I want to get my shit done. Yep. And I want to get the fuck home. Mm -hmm. So this one guy started talking to me and I see him around. So I'm going to be friendly because I have to see these people all the time. Exactly. Right. So. Why be a dick to someone you face every day? Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. So I go, you know, we're hanging out or we're in the elevator and he goes, um, Starts talking to me, asking me questions. Oh, do you work here? Yeah. Oh, who do you work with? You know, my dad and my uncle. Oh, cool. How long have you doing it? You know, small talk. So he goes, 
can I have your number? Maybe we should hang out. And I, I'm one. I'm not interested at all. Uh-huh. He's not a bad looking guy. I just, I don't. Not interested. No, just yeah. not interested. And I said, you know what? I, you know, would like to keep it professional. See you here. Like, wouldn't yeah. really. He's like, it's business. We can figure it out. Of We're course. both in the jewelry district. We could help each other out. And he was so persistent that uh. I. Like a fuck, what I should have done, but at the time you get so nervous and you're just right. like, oh my god, I just feel guy with me. cornered at that point. Right. So I was just like, fine, here, like take my fucking number. Gave him my number. I should have given him my work number. Mm. That was a mistake on my part. But again, when it happens so quickly and you just want to get out of a situation. Yeah. So give him my number, whatever. So then he texts me, hey, let's uh, go to lunch. And I. Was a business like, lunch, clearly. Right, right. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm busy. But again, you know, I did tell you I was not interested in that sort of sense. And he was like, I don't know who the fuck you think you are. He's like, I just wanted to, or, you know, I think he might have said, I mean, lunch, dinner, there was some sort of where it was very. Basically, let's go on a date. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You Under know, the guise I'm, of I'm not, business, but. Right. I can be naive, but I'm not that fucking yeah. naive. <laughs> and he just went off on me via, t- I could probably find it. No, I think I deleted it. But he went off on me and I'm just like. You fucking piece of shit. I have to see you all the time. You have to see me all the time. Yeah. Like, so why, why burn that bridge? Why, now, literally, we don't even look at, like, we don't yeah. even look at each other. But it's like, this is now, this is so uncomfortable. It's somewhere I have to, I have to be. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm mm-hmm. choosing to be at a bar where I know there is a person that's done this, you know? Like, I have to be here. This yeah. is my fucking career. It's your livelihood, literally. Exactly. Like, really? What the fuck? So that's another thing that kind of... The reason why I think we feel a little cornered sometimes and pressured and scared so we just give in and give some guy a phone number. Um, because I've also... It, it's exactly what this guy did. Have experienced so many times that if you politely, as politely as you can humanly do it, say like... Hey, like you're cool. You're, I'm down to hang out with you or talk to you, whatever. But just know that like this is completely friendly. It's yeah. Nothing romantic, dating, none of that. Um, then they try to like flip the script on you and be like, right. "Wow, you conceited bitch! Right. I wasn't even going there." Right. And it's like, really now? Like I've had someone that I used to work with. We were coworkers at one point. Um, he left the company I was at, and like two months later hits me up because I think he had heard that I was no longer there either or whatever. So he randomly hits me up and is texting me and um, asks if I would want to come over to his place oh. because he has a jacuzzi. Oh. By the way. Okay. Yeah. So I my res- response immediately was like, honestly, like, I don't feel comfortable with that. I, I don't want that. That's like, yeah. you're cool, but like, that's so not what I'm interested in. And he did the exact same thing. Where I was like, wow, really? Like, I didn't mean it in that way. Like, I thought we could just hang out as friends. And I was like, really? In a you jacuzzi. Exactly. Come you on. haven't seen me or spoken to me in, like, two to three months. And you hit me up we to have jacuzzi time. We do, yeah, right. Like, we don't hang out <laughs> exactly. for this to even be like, oh, hey, you're my friend. Let's hang out. Exactly. Like, the first thing you're going to fucking ask me to do is go into a jacuzzi. <laughs> I know. Oh, so it just, it made me just laugh and be like, okay, I'm sorry that your ego is hurt. So but hurt. can you just admit that, like, all right, you, sh- you, 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 you went for it. You took a shot. I said, sorry, thanks, but no thanks. Just, like, take the L and move on. Move on. Like, 
There's no need to be a dick about it. There is a better chance at me (laughs) wanting to actually go to his jacuzzi a second time if he was nice. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. If he was nice and he was like, okay, I'm so sorry, like... I sh- maybe that was inappropriate, right. you know, I'll see you at work. And then you got to actually fucking get to know him at work. Oh, yeah. And Something. then maybe sparks yeah. fly and you're like, okay. And then you could fucking invite me to your jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah. But just to go cold straight into that, like, we might not have spoken in a while, but want to hang out in a jacuzzi with yeah, me? Like, it's f- like, uh, uh no. 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 God. <laughs> so, I don't yeah. understand um, it. People. So that's why I'm just hoping, like. I'm hoping that the dudes who listen to this can just, like, take some notes. And just, like, think about it. Yeah. Try to think about it from a female's perspective. You know, and, you know, I don't, I do want to make this clear is whoever is listening to this who may have done this. You know, we're not, we're not, we don't want you guys to, I don't, listen, we're not generalizing all men, Uh right? And I don't want, I'm not trying to trash men. When this, when we get upset and we get frustrated about these things, but like, like you said, listen to how we feel about this situation and these circumstances, and just think about your approach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we we don't hate men. I fucking, I love men. Yeah, I, love you know? I need them in my life. I'm as straight as straight can be. Like, I <laughs> yeah. love you people, but like, <laughs> there is a there is a certain way to approach women, and like, don't forget the world that we fucking live in. Totally. So, there, you know, I, again, like I said, I w- I'm very, let me backtrack. So, I walk to work, and I can literally go not even a block, mm-hmm. and there is something Without some being comments. said, mm-hmm. something. And it's kind of shitty, because I actually feel like, for my own sanity, I have to turn my headphones on, so totally. that I don't hear the shit that happens. But it's not safe to do that either. Exactly. Like, I don't know who the fuck is coming up behind me. Exactly. So now I'm trying to balance out my safety and my safety. Like, <laughs> my safety or my sanity. Like, yeah. this is, it sucks. So, like, I had a guy. This was years ago. That was the best story. I fucking, I mean, it was two seconds, but it was great. And it made me laugh, actually. But it was really, like, everything in my body just made me cringe. But it was pretty fucking funny um i was getting carl's jr and i was coming back and i had a carl's jr bag in my hand and this guy like crossing the street he's like crossing paths with me and all of a sudden i hear mind you my headphones are not in Mm, i want to eat you like carl's jr (laughs) and i i was i like like a famous star sandwich. Or... Right. Like, <laughs> I was like, I came. The thing is, is anybody oh, could be God. like, he was joking. Yeah. That was a joke. Yeah. But when you are in that situation also. You just walk faster. You just walk fucking faster. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if he's really going to eat me like Carlos Jr. I don't think so. But like, right. whatever you were doing with the way you were looking at me at this point. <laughs> I am not trying to fuck with it. No, I don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> I do not want. So any I have of a it. funny, very recent, similar story, and it made <laughs> me laugh too because, in a sense, I asked for it. Okay. And this this is one of the rare occasions. Rare right? occasions that rare, we ask. <laughs> rare occasion that I taunted this man. Okay. 
So it was when I was in Mexico, as okay. of recently, from my birthday, mm-hmm. and um, and it wasn't even it wasn't even like clubbing hours. It was actually during the day. It was like late afternoon. We're walking around by the beach in downtown Puerto Vallarta, and but they still have like some bars and stuff. Still have people outside being like, "Oh, come in. We have specials." Da da da. Whatever. Trying to get like tourists to go inside, right? So as me and my three other girlfriends are walking by, we are actually looking for a place to go eat lunch, but. This guy's like telling us, come to my bar, like we have TVs everywhere, da, 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 lots of drink specials. And I was joking around and I just said like, oh, my body's a temple, I don't drink, or like something like oh, that. Just to get him to like, <laughs> shut up, kind of, Yeah. as we walked by. And so we walked by and he was like, I always wanted to be in a temple. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like I just laughed because I was like, well. Oh my God. I, it was like a layup. Like I gave him yeah. the ground you know. to like, Right, and and when it comes to, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like it's not like he followed me. Like, no, right. He stayed where he was. We right. walked by, and he just had like that comment. And you, I was you know, like, but the All thing right. about stuff like that, and we can take it, and we can laugh about it, and we're not gonna mm-hmm. get super offended about stuff like that. I did not get offended by the mmm, and, <laughs> and, and it was like a mmm, like it was <laughs> dry. A three second mmm for right. sure. And, you know, I'm not gonna get like. I'm not necessarily scared, but at the same time, when that happens consistently, oh yeah, you know your brain starts to you you either you get super sensitive to it, and again we can laugh at it, but like it fucks with you later. Okay, you know what I mean? Because like, I was I was actually going to ask you if it desensitized you at all. If now you don't even it doesn't even phase you anymore. So you know it it to a certain extent. But it almost makes me more concerned with, okay, as shitty as it sounds, you, the people, okay, (laughs) how do I explain this? The people, the men that do this usually are not American. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Like, they are, they are really some sort of foreigner, they're either, you know, I'm Middle Eastern. Interesting. They're either Middle Eastern, they're... Armenian, I would have assumed the guys that the guys, the men, the boys that you interact with on your walk to work, I assume they would mostly be like homeless or something because it's oh, downtown LA. Oh no. I've never been hit on by a homeless person. Oh, I'm impressed. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I've been followed. <laughs> As of recently. Mind you, I've been followed by That happened. Person. That was like mental illness. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was that's a lot that of was hard because that was heartbreaking. Ge- like I was genuinely heartbroken. But I was also genuinely terrified. Yeah. To a point where he followed me for a good block and a half. And I, like, took out my taser. I took out my headphones. And he, like, stood next to me. He, I went into the little market next mm-hmm. to my house. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go into my apartment complex. Because he was following me. And the, the guy at the convenience store was like, are you okay? He saw my taser. And I was like, I'm fine. He's just kind of following me. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm calling security. Security came. They sent out a girl. I'm 5'5". Five, five. She was like 5'2". Oh. Like a little security girl. Like 5'2", super skinny. Maybe like, she can I'm throw down like, and we don't know. <laughs> Why are you putting a girl like that in this situation? Right. I can't even handle myself, you know? Yeah. So I called my best friend who lives in the building, Mikhail. Mm-hmm. And we went the back way. And so he took me upstairs, Whatever. I get a text message from Mikkel three hours later. The dude's still fucking here. Just hanging out by the same I don't area? think that he saw that I had left. 
through the side. He was like waiting for you. So he was waiting for me, I think. Because as soon as he saw, or maybe he, I don't know. I don't know what this is. But as soon as he saw Mikel, he left. I think he might have seen me sneak around. Mm -hmm. But like with Mikel. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as he saw Mikel, he left. So I don't know if he didn't see me or he saw, I don't know. He was gone. He was gone, poor guy. Like, but you know, that's still that scary. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody with mental, mental illness like that, you don't know what you don't know what capable of. they don't even know what they don't even with. know that exactly mm-hmm. you know and you feel bad but at the same time you have to protect yourself yeah it's a whole fucking thing so i going back to your question am i desensitized i i am when it comes to the but i am more angry mm. i okay. think um Whereas i literally I think for yelled. me since it doesn't happen as often i don't walk very many places mm-hmm. so right now if i get cat called i'm just like ugh, okay whatever Right. And I'm just like, Ugh. like it's almost like, oh wow, it's been a while since that happened, and I just right. laugh it off and walk away. Yeah, keep walking. Um, but I can imagine if you're dealing with it, like I fucking every time cussed out some dude the other day. Ugh. Oh, I, I and I've noticed that that happens more recently, and I am a very nice person. I am not. You are. So, you're really nice. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know how Sometimes to. Sometimes like, I told you that you're too nice to people. It's you don't deserve true. It. Yeah, and like. I, and I don't know how to be mean, but there's times where I just fucking flip like that. Like, you some react, guy was like, yeah. yeah, baby. And I looked at him and I was like, you fucking dick, you fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's a New Yorker of you. I know. And I was just like, <laughs> but I, I walked in. It was like r- literally next to the door where I work. So I walked yeah. into work and my dad and my uncle were there to save me. Not right. really, but they were there. To, so to I make sure safe. you didn't get murdered, I guess? Well, they didn't even know what the fuck happened. But <laughs> <laughs> I knew they were there, so I went right. there. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, dude, it, it sucks. And, and on this topic, so, you know, I do this thing, as you know, is I post these things mm. on social media. Yeah, you document a lot of interactions, which I think are great. And, you know, I have had a lot of people, a lot of friends of mine that, you know, have kind of called me out and been like, okay, we all get it. Right. You know, in that kind of sense. And I actually had a friend apologize to me. I don't know if I told you this. So she stayed the night at my house and she was meeting her boyfriend and she had to walk to where I usually walk to meet her Mm -hmm. boyfriend for, it was a Sunday. Mm -hmm. It was a fucking Sunday. And she had to walk. The Lord's Day. Yeah. (laughs) It was. And she texts me probably like 10 minutes into her walk and she goes you know Joelle I have to apologize and I was like what the fuck are you talking about because she was never somebody that said anything out loud to me okay yeah yeah yeah. she goes you know I just thought that maybe you over exaggerated Mm -hmm. these cat callings she's like I got literally cat called 10 times in 10 minutes oh I was like girl you know you don't have to apologize but thank you for acknowledging right (laughs) you know exactly so it's like, I know, so you do post a lot about your experiences, right? And sometimes I'm like, wow, I can't believe that even happened. But it's like, I think it's actually smart and kind of informative to do that sure. because people don't realize it. So you remember how men apparently were like shocked when the whole like Me Too movement happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there was that thing going around it was kind of that chain mail thing of like if every girl who's ever experienced sexual harassment um, anything from an ass grab in a bar to full on rape something like that if 
if you've experienced this, if you re repost this, that's going to communicate to everyone exactly how widespread this is, okay. how common yeah. it is. And so after that was going on for a while, I reshared it. Like, some people reshared it because I don't know a single woman on this planet that, that has hasn't not. experienced something, at least a simple ass grab by a stranger in a bar. Right. Which unfortunately happens all the time. All the time. So a number of friends and men uh, saw that trend, that uh, viral right. kind yeah, of thing happening. Yeah. And they were like, I'm actually kind of like in shock and I didn't know that this was such a so widespread, widespread deal. Yeah. yeah. And I was kind of, it made me, you know, like obviously we may not talk to our guy friends about it. No. Right. You know what I mean? We, we well, probably we shared that com common, not interest, but common ground. That common ground with each other. Yeah. yeah. Because they, you guys understand how we, you exactly. know, women understand how we feel like what we've gone through. They've gone through the same thing. So we talk about it with each other because we're comfortable. We can be like, oh, well, this is what I did, or this yeah. is how I dealt with it, or whatever. Um, we, yeah, we have that common ground. Whereas I think it was so out of a typical man's mind. Mm -hmm. um, so it just, I think I appreciate your crazy posts, Thank I guess you. is what I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting yeah. to at the end of the Thank day. You. I because, yeah. because I appreciate that you people appreciate it. should be aware of what people should be going fucking on. aware absolutely so on that note i have a couple of story submissions yes that came from so friends who uh who listen and just so you know because it's not just us two talking about exactly <laughs> these are actual real life stories um obviously pertinent details that like would give too many detail about someone i wouldn't include but these are real life stories, and there's a common little theme mm -hmm. with these couple of stories that I have. Three, actually, I have three. Two that I for sure will share right now, depending on you know time. I might share another one, but but uh, there's a common theme. So whether you pick up on it or some listeners pick up on it, let's just see what happens. So uh, this is a little story, creep story from from someone named Victoria. So this is this is what she said. So I do occasional photo shoots, and I had one scheduled uh, with a photographer that was recommended to me by other women who model. Um, this particular photo shoot was on the beach, and a few shots were going to be on the sexy side, but definitely never nude. Um, during the photo shoot, everything was normal. Once the photo shoot had wrapped, the photographer asked if I wanted to go grab dinner with him. I politely declined and said that I needed to go home and went home. Uh, so some time had passed and I hadn't received my photos from the photo shoot yet. So I reached out to this photographer to follow up. Uh, his response was that he would give me the photos once I met up with him for coffee. Wow. <laughs> um, I so made sure to tell him I like to keep these relationships strictly professional and to please send me the photos from the photo shoot. Clearly she needed them for some sort of professional reasons, obviously. Right. Um, and basically, uh, it took months for me to get these photos, for him to let go of these photos, um, because he kept holding on to the hope that he would take me out on a date. Um, and finally, I think once he came to terms with the fact that that was never gonna happen, um, he finally handed over the photos to me Needless to say, I never contacted or worked with him again. <laughs> so, 
So I mean, it's so sad. It's sad. That's professional. Because, like this is her job. Because she I, she found this photographer. It wasn't like a Craigslist ad. No, right. It was like she was recommended. Person, yeah, was recommended by other other girls who had done shoots with him. Whatever. Um, so it's kind of like, all right, you're kind of abusing your power in a sense yeah. of like, well, yeah, I, you're a model or you're trying to get into modeling, whatever it may be. So I have all these great shots of you, but I'm going to hold them captive until I can get some FaceTime with you or get, you know, whatever I want from you, basically. Right, <laughs> right. And, it, you know, it sucks. Like, we have these, like, normal people fucking jobs, but then you have these women that, you know, they're entertainment and they're mm-hmm. entertainers. Mm-hmm. And they I feel like they get taken advantage of more so because it's really totally. one-on-one, you know? Yep. That just, that just fucking blows my mind. And it sucks. Because it's kind of like, okay, I took all that time to go do that. I hired you. Or even if it wasn't for pay, it's usually like in those situations when people are getting started, it's like, okay, if you do this photo shoot for me, you can use these photos in your portfolio. I get to use them in mine. Right. It's an equal like trade. Trade. So, um, it's how the industry is. It, it's exactly how the industry is. So it's fucked up. And not to mention, that's a fucking creep move like why would you do that and it sucks that the industry is made up of males like mm-hmm. everything and it's I hate to dominant. like it's very male yeah it is you know we would feel so much safer like I would prefer just like I would prefer a fucking uber driver to be a woman mm-hmm. I would prefer if I was going to do a photo shoot for it to be a woman you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing like it sucks yeah. I don't it just sucks that we have to worry about this I I was talking to one of my best friends, and I was so excited one day because I got, he came over to my house, and I was so excited to walk three blocks to the fucking theater at night because I was with a dude. Yeah. And I was talking to him about it, and I was like, I'm so excited right now. Like, I never get to walk at night. Yeah. You know, and he literally was just like, what do you you mean? And I was just like, Mark, like, I, I, I could never walk from here to the theater by myself. After the sun's down. Yeah. He goes, wow, holy shit. He's like, as a male, I never thought about that. Yep. It's just things that, you know, and I get it, like, they don't have to. Yeah. But we do. They don't have to worry about it. The only times I've heard of guy friends getting mugged or anything like that, it's when they were, like, crazy drunk. Uh, Right, and people can tell, like, and people can tell. They're, like, hanging on each other, walking home, and someone mugs them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like... And they couldn't even defend themselves. They're just like, fuck, okay. Like, yeah, basically surrendered. Right. Yeah. So, unfortunately, a drunk male is just as, you know, much piece of prey as a sober woman of mm-hmm, any kind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, a lot of men, I guess, just, like, wouldn't get that. How, like, walking to a, in a parking lot to your car by yourself at night, yeah. you're looking over your shoulder. Always. Yeah. So... That's a big difference. Um, all right, so I have one more submission from a Charlotte. Um, all right, so I work in the theater world part-time outside of my regular job. One well-known writer slash director I tend to work with will be professional mostly, but then at times completely crosses the line. When I'm when I am cast in a production that he wrote, it usually ends up with my character having a sexual or risque scene with his. 
Currently, I am cast to play a part in a show that he is not acting in, but producing. He asked if family of mine were planning on coming to see my performance, and I told him that in the event a sex scene or any nudity may be involved with my scenes, um, that no, I wouldn't invite family because that would make me uncomfortable. Obviously, I wouldn't do that either. Um, And his reply to me was, well, if that is what your scene ends up turning out to be, then I will definitely be there. Wow. (laughs) Unfortunately, she says, uh, since this guy is very well known and successful in this industry, I put up with this type of behavior because I don't want to sacrifice my own career goals or hobbies. That... Right. Is it Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, I just no, saw I mean. it. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. uh, and it sucks because I get it. Like, if that's something that you love to do yeah. and you're working for someone who is well-known and puts on, like, decent productions that you yeah. get to be a part of, and, okay, you get the exposure, you just have to deal with creepy fucking remarks, then, like... yeah. All right, then I guess, you know, it's because at what point is it like I could just tell him to fuck off, but then I don't get there to is do my shit. Yep, what I like the drain. to Everything do. Everything is gonna, yeah. So it's just another shitty abuse of fucking power, like abuse of power. Uh, you know, and I'm gonna say for the record, I'm not, I do not believe that women do not do this. Okay, I absolutely believe that women, there are some women that do abuse their power to a certain extent. I've had Mm -hmm. plenty of friends that are bouncers that have gotten their crotch, like fucking dicks grabbed by (laughs) drunk middle-aged women. Like, like, let me in, And that's not appropriate either, (laughs) you know. But the, the truth of the matter is that this happens more with men towards women. And we... We're we're just trying to fucking figure out how to be normal. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we're just trying to figure out how to get to work, yeah. how to make a living, how to especially if we're single oh, yeah. women. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's unfortunate that you know for somebody like me who I I relationships scare the shit out of me. <laughs> you know this. Uh-huh. They scare the fucking shit out of me. I'm terrified of being in a relationship. I've only been in one serious one, and every all the other ones have ended really fucking badly. So, like, mm-hmm. I just don't want to do that again. But there, it's gotten to a point where I almost feel I feel safer if I have somebody mm. around. A male presence. A male presence around, and that's not okay. I know, it's That's not okay for me to feel like I need to be in a relationship because I want to feel safe. Oh, yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things where, you know, we, we all have our experiences in life, and maybe a lot of these men have had their shitty experiences, and this is why they are acting this way. But, you know, for the, for, for the future male... For the future generation of men and the people that are going to be raising these people. Like, just mm-hmm. raise them, right? Yeah. You know, like, just just have them appreciate. I wonder, part, part of me really wonders that. Is it 
I don't know. Does it start at childhood? I don't Did it know. start with how your mother treated you? <laughs> I, I want to say no. Like right. I really want to say no. You know, mm-hmm. I want to. I can't fathom. Not to say there aren't shitty mothers. Of course there are, but like I cannot fathom a mo- all the fucking creeps exactly. having shitty mothers. Like that's a lot of mothers or shitty fathers, <laughs> right? A I lot mean, of parents that are really fucking up. Shitty. Whole world is <laughs> shitty. That's hard. I don't know. I don't even know. Hey there. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. It is personal and painfully truthful for the both of us, but it's something that we felt was very important to share. And as always, I hope you can share with us your thoughts, your opinions, concerns, stories even with the podcast as well through Instagram at The Observist Podcast. I look forward to hearing from you. All right, so one one thing I'm actually curious about from one woman to another. Yes. Um, earlier we brought up how the unfortunately rather casual ass grab can happen at a bar from mm-hmm. a random dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I distinctly remember I was so really young. I was probably like 23 or 24 at the time. And me and a good girlfriend were out bar hopping in the lovely town of Pasadena, California. Oh, God. And, <laughs> and we were in this one bar or whatever. We had, like, just gotten a couple drinks, and we were going to make our way to, like, a little dance floor scenario. Mm-hmm. But so, you know, in a crowded bar, you're kind of, like, weaving through people, whatever. Um, in this particular setup, I'm trying to just, like, set the scene so you mm-hmm. can, like, imagine it. Sure. Um, there's bar on one side. Um, only, let's say, five feet of space and then a wall. So it's almost like a little hallway, sort of, that would lead to, like, a more open room where people go dance, whatever. So we're walking through that five feet of space that's obviously crowded with people. That's in between the bar and a wall, and we're going towards the dance floor. We have our full beers in hand that we just bought. And my friend is in front of me. And it's loud, mind you. And I hear her, like, tur- cock her lead head to the left and just be like, what the fuck? Like, I can see her mouth that. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Kind of, like, something upset. And I was like, huh? But kind of like, whatever. We keep walking. And then I pass the same gentleman that she had just passed. Uh-huh. Who then smacks my ass. Oh. So it was basically like a train. Like, he's just oh. running the train with... Every female who walks by, he's just going for it. Oh, no. Smacking ass. And I do the same thing, right? I immediately cock my head to the left and say, like, fuck you. Like, yell at this person. And and this guy, the thing that disgusted me the most is that he was standing there just laughing. Oh, my God. Just had this look in his face of, like, ha, 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 I just got another one. And so I was sitting there in that half second of a moment looking at this, insane person with like a full pint glass in my hand and my immediate thought was fucking chug the beer like chug it at him exactly throw the fucking glass and the beer everything in his face as hard as i can and i was like and this is literally within half of a second all these thoughts are happening and then i think well what's gonna happen if i do that i think of like 
like how we said earlier, if he's willing to already act out this way in public, if I retaliate or if I fight back, what could happen then? Oh my god. So it's oh like, god. do I just yell, fuck you, flip him off like every other girl is probably doing and carry on with my day, <coughs> let him laugh it off like it's no big deal, not learn a lesson, obviously, and just carry on? Or do I risk it and fight back? And I chose the path of just saying, fuck you, don't touch me, and moving on with my life. Right. Um, Which I guess could be taking the higher road, whatever. Um, It's it's hard to say at this point, but yeah. (laughs) But that thought has never left my mind. That was over five years ago, and that situation has never left my mind. Sure. Because it still makes me angry. I think it was his reaction of, this is hilarious. And thinking it's so funny. Like, doing it to get a rise out of women just to see what they'll do. And what happens is that it's just another story of ours. Mm-hmm. It's just another story that has happened. It's not anything but a fucking story, which is the sad part. Yeah. Because nothing was done. We didn't know what to do. And it will happen again. You know, your situation was five years ago. I had the same situation happen a few months ago. Yeah. Like, it just, it, it, it's, it's, that's the most fucking frustrating thing about it all. I was, I have two stories. And what you just said reminded me of something that happened to me when I was 16 years old. Um, I didn't get physically touched but I was at it was a local like hookah bar where I grew up and it was like glass so so you walk in it's a glass hall the restaurant's like on the right of the glass and then you smoke the hookah on the left of the glass okay so I was sitting with my cousin my friend Kyle and we're having conversation and I don't smoke and I wasn't I wasn't old enough to smoke anyway, so you would have to smoke at 18. But we were just, like, sitting and hanging out. I think my, my friend Kyle was 18, so he was smoking hookah. But we had food, and we were just hanging out, and there was this man who was plastered by himself sitting at the table next to us where mm-hmm. I could – he was diagonally, like, to the right of me, so he could see me. Like, kind of how we're sitting right now. And I'm talking to my cousin who's in front of me. My friend Kyle is to the right. And then this guy is at the table – at the same side as my cousin. So we're having a conversation and just see this guy making kissy faces. Oh, yeah. Making, like, singing his tongue out at me. Like, so disgusting, right? And I politely looked over at him and I said, can you please stop doing that? He didn't speak fucking English. And so... I'm sure he still understood, can you stop doing that? And so I made, like, can you stop with, like, hands and fucking... Whatever you do to, like, stop, you know? He stopped. And then he decided to do it again. Mm. This is probably, like... He had probably, like, two or three pictures of beer in front of him, by the way. Wow. He was plastered. But, so... I I got fed up. So when we went to leave, I, I literally was thinking I have two options. I either throw a glass of water in his face... Or I go behind the glass, flip them off, and, like, go outside. Right, yeah. So I chose the ladder, flipped (coughs) him off, and walked to my car. This fucking guy ran out 
got two inches from my face and in his very broken English, you know, disrespect me. I respect you. Some shit that made absolutely no fucking sense. But going off Basically the fact that... Basically trying to say don't disrespect me? Yeah, right. Wow. And how do you explain to somebody that barely speaks English that I... And I literally was like, I asked you, but like, I'm shaking. This guy is right. literally two fucking... He ran after you. He's in my face two fucking inches away from me. My friend Kyle was trying to like back him off. Like... It was one of the most terrifying things I had ever done, ever experienced. And that was you flipping him off from a distance. <laughs> Guy ran after me. Like, he could have easily... Imagine if I was by myself. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have even been okay to flip him off. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have even been okay to say, please don't do that. I love how he doesn't understand, please stop. Or hand motions of stopping. But and, and as soon as he sees a middle finger, oh, that's oh, just that's respect. it. There you go. That's a fucking good point. Yeah, exactly. Like, are you kidding me? So, fast forward. So, that happened to when I was 16. Okay. Like you said, yours was five years ago. Mine was... For, but still, things happen in between. Oh, totally. I am 32 at this point. I go to Jumbo's Clown Room. Oh, shout love out to Jumbo's Clown Room. love Jumbo. Great place. And I will always go back even after this. I don't give a fuck, but they are, they're so much fun. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm a rocker chick. I like to wear my leather. I right. like to wear my heels. Like, I... Wear what you want. Should, I should be able to, right? So, let me take a sip of wine for this. <laughs> so, I go in and I'm with two girlfriends and one of my guy friends. As soon as I walk into the bar, I get a drink. So I go, and then I'm, like, watching. They're fucking amazing. The dancers are amazing, amazing. at Amazing. Like, you know, I, it's, called, it's technically, if you don't know, a burlesque bar. Mm -hmm. So they don't strip. They yep. get down and, like, they get down to their, like, undies and shit, but they're, they're not strippers. No but nude, they, yeah. Yeah. But these girls know how to fucking dance and do oh, yeah. like Cirque du Soleil shit. Like yeah, it's insane to like Led Zeppelin. It's yes, to yeah. Led Zeppelin, to Ozzy, to everything. Everything's it's fucking amazing. dope. So we should um, go soon. We need to go again. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, it's my favorite place. But so I walk in and I have a drink in my hand, and all of a sudden I feel somebody tap my shoulder, and I I'm sitting standing right next to my friend Mark, and I turn around and he goes. He's probably, uh, he's a younger dude. He's probably in his, like, late 30s, early 40s. And he goes, you know, my grandpa has been, you know, has been admiring you since you walked in, which was not even five minutes by the time I got the drink. Right? For a whole minute, he's been admiring you. Literally seconds. Grandpa. So, yeah. He's all, do you mind? He wanted me to ask you if he can buy you a drink. And I looked at the full glass of fucking vodka soda in my hand, and I was like, I'm good. I appreciate you. Tell him thank you. Nice gesture. Yeah. Right. And he goes, he really wants to just meet you. And I was like, I to just meet you. don't know, like, what to say, but I just have, like, I felt like I was trying to say no for a lifetime. Okay. Like, yeah. I felt like I was, and he, and he was just so adamant, you know? And mm -hmm. he, he even says, I get it. I'll even just give you money for when you're ready for your next drink. 
I'll really? Just, here's fifteen dollars. It's probably twelve. <laughs> Fine. He's all here is fifteen dollars. When you're ready, just say hi to him. He just wants to like. He's a grandpa. Like That's even creepier. I'm like grandpa's that desperate for some young female attention. This is weirding me out. Right. But in my brain, I'm like, yes, but he's so adamant. I just wanted him to go away. Yeah. So I was just like, I felt like it would, it wasn't gonna stop. So I was just like, fuck, dude, like, fine, like, I'll say hi to whoever your say, fucking grandpa. I'll say hi to your fucking grandpa, like, whatever, right? So, and I'm in my head, I'm thinking, just he's at a grandpa, that point, I would almost think like, is this a bet? Like, is this something? You know what I, I and mean? And I did, and I yeah. did, and I was just like, I don't know what to do because I just want to enjoy. And now, here's the thing: you're in an enclosed environment. And by the way, Jumbo's is a very small bar, a very tiny bar. Yeah. Very tiny bar. So, it's like, whatever. Like, at this point, I was just fed up. I was like, whatever, fine. So, I go and I say hi to Grandpa. And I said, thank you so much for the drink. I hope you have a good time. He's like, can I have a hug? Okay, uh, mind you. Mind you. No! I'm thinking Grandpa's like 80. Grandpa's like 60. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, oh. Okay. So I give him a half-ass hug. Right. One arm. Grandpa decides he wants to fucking squeeze my side. And I, like, I like squirm out. Yeah. And I'm like, nice to meet you. Like, I'm, I'm cringing. I'm just yeah. like, okay. That's extremely uncomfortable. So uncomfortable, so inappropriate. Nice to meet you. Have a good night. Enjoy the show. I turn around. Whack right on my right-ass cheek. Alex. Within seconds, my brain goes, this is so shitty. You're in a burlesque bar. 90% of the people are dudes. You're wearing leather, tight leather. You're wearing heels. You accepted a drink. Mm, you're already making excuses for him. But you I know what? Already, what? On the flip side of that, though, because of the nature of this particular bar. Yeah. The women actually, in a rare sense, have the upper hand because there are female entertainers. You're right. not even allowed to have a cell phone in that bar, right. for example. Yeah. If they see you whip your cell phone out yeah. because it's such a small place right. and there's women on stage and they're dancing, it's risque, what have you, etc. Um, I was discreet, discreetly trying to text a friend how to get there one time, and like my phone was literally, my purse was open. My phone was still in my purse, but yeah. I was texting inside my purse, right. and a bouncer came over to me and was like, hey, stop doing that. Yeah. So, in that rare sense, only because of it's where true. you were, yeah. you could have gone to a bartender or a security guard someone and be like, this guy's grabbing ass all over and the place. And I hope that I could have done that at another bar also. Exactly, but unfortunately, I was so just shocked, scared. Mm -hmm. So, everything is so... You're so... It's hard to explain. Like you're it's just hard. Gonna... You don't know how you're gonna react. You don't. In the you don't. You don't. I was. In hindsight, you would think like I'd be a badass. I'd be like, "Fuck you, old ass grandpa!" Throw a drink in his face, like whatever. Because but... I could. Yeah. Especially at that bar, like yeah. you said, I, that is that is when it's acceptable. Yeah. And I I couldn't. Yeah. And I turned around and I literally felt absolutely nothing. I felt nothing. I didn't feel angry. I didn't feel scared. I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel happy. I felt numb. Really? I felt numb. I think I'm still 
Well, I mean, I don't know. I've, I haven't experienced something to that degree, but like in my story I told earlier, I was I was just immediately like so mad, so mad. I was so mad, and it was like it took me a while that night to just brush it off, to finally let it go, sure, and try to focus on the good things of that night. Right, right. So it was like, so it's it's crazy to me to think of a situation where. I would feel nothing. I I think that unfortunately because of you know, and now we're talking I'm thirty two and I've lived downtown for four years and It's only been four years? It's only been four years, I know. Jesus, I, I thought know, it feels it was like longer. a fucking lifetime. Um, but like, you know, just hearing the unnecessary comments and you know, well to my to my defense, I did turn around and I pointed and I was just like, that is not fucking okay and then I turned back around and his grandson slipped me like a 20 wow I took it yeah I would take that shit still and be like I'm gonna need a couple shots to get past this moment at this point I was just at this he could have and he could have not you know what I mean and I just by the way the money doesn't make the situation better it It kind of makes it worse it (laughs) makes yeah makes it worse and makes me think am I a prostitute too But three, I'd be like, you know what? With these $20, I'm getting myself drunk enough to forget about this moment. And that's not okay either, right? Which is terrible. I hope anyone who hears this realizes how depressing that sounds. It's sad. Like, you were angry. Mm -hmm. I felt nothing. We still had to deal with this Mm -hmm. and go home. And, you know, knowing you, I've known Alex since she was, like, 13 years old. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> knowing you and you knowing me and our personalities, we were, were able to go work our shit out in our brains and know that this is not what life is. Exactly. And this mm-hmm. is why we are okay as human beings. There is women that, that don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know, like or have endured way worse things. Exactly. Yeah. Be- they don't have that because they have endured way worse things. You know, and uh, you know, I'm very thankful that I've not. Uh, this is the worst of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm I'm very thankful for that. But like, my brain automatically goes to these women that have been sexually abused. Yeah. Or assaulted or raped. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. That fucking sucks. Like. And isn't isn't it kind of mind-boggling that still at the end of the day the percentage of human beings who commit crimes in like heinous disobeying the laws in heinous ways are still men. <laughs> yeah. When so many women have dealt with these kinds of issues. You would think they'd be fucking furious that they would like You would think we'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah. But Whatever it is that we do, whether it's like we no, drink a bottle of wine with friends, right? Yeah, and we bond over it. We have we, emo- we have emotions that are we're able to communicate, yeah, and we bond together almost yes. in yeah. a sense where it's like you went through that because I went I through that, and we'll talk about it yeah. and we'll level with it, yeah, and then we're like, you know what, like. There's almost like a weird camaraderie in the sense of like, I'm not alone in this because so many other people have gone through this too. Absolutely. So it's, it's very interesting because it's like, sure we can laugh at 
some lighthearted things. Like we have the guy, to. Like the guy who chased me into a parking lot and freaked right. me out for a second, but like he meant no harm. No harm. I and we are aware to we can exactly. differentiate. We can differentiate. But then there are instances where it's like, do I fight back for myself? Or do I retreat because I don't know if this man is capable of killing me? Absolutely. At the end of the day, you literally have to go to that extreme so because there are so many stories of that extreme happening. So many. On so, a daily. And in, in, in a place, like with your story you just said, in a bar where like women, in a sense, actually have the upper hand because the moment one of the women that worked there says, fuck that guy, they're out on the street. Which is actually what ended up happening. So, Shut the fuck up, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yes! And you know what? And I and then I felt bad because I was like, I could have said something and prevented this from happening. So did he somebody. like touch he, one of the girls? One of the dancers. So she walks past him and I was talking next to Mark and we were behind him at this point because I felt him staring at my ass. Like, so I just, just be it. behind him. So I was like, yeah. I need to get behind him. So, and it, that's sad that we have to reposition we ourselves. Have to, yeah, we have to think to be about, out of the eyesight of a fucking creepy ass motherfucker. I'm just saying. It's exactly no I, case and fucking point right there. So I saw this girl who I'd seen dance, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so good. She was walking, and then she did did some kind of jazz. It was loud in there, so she's like, oh. And then she walked next to me, and I wasn't sure if I should say anything again, like an idiot. I should have, like, been able to quickly, you know. And I was like, I'm just going to ask her. I was like, are you okay? Did he do something? And she goes, yeah, he fucking lifted up my sweater that was wrapped around her waist to, mm, like, like... To look at her ass, basically. And she yelled at him. She's like, so I yelled at him. And I was like, I told her, I said, listen, I probably should have said something earlier, but I was really uncomfortable. I said, but he slapped my ass. And she was like, oh, hell no. And she said it with such, like, this is so normal to her. Oh, yeah. You know? And basically, like, not again. <laughs> exactly. She's like, thank not you for telling one. me. Here we go again. So yeah. she went to the bouncer and she got him kicked out. Thank God. But the immense guilt I felt <laughs> I'm feeling now guilty because I didn't say something sooner because I was scared yeah yeah I was numb but I was still scared yeah you know and I could have been like and I still fucking think about it to this day and I'm like I could have just got him kicked out and then he wouldn't have and bothered then he wouldn't have girl. touched another girl mm -hmm. yeah but, like, it, it sucks. Like, I can't be so hard on myself because of everything that we as women fucking go through mm -hmm. on a daily. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's it's the whole theory of when do you pick your battles? Pick and choose your battles. Exactly. Yeah. So but it's when, like, do I fight this one? Or... Because you know what happens if we pick all of our battles? <laughs> We end up, like, dead in a ditch. Well, we end up being called cunts and bitches. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah, yeah. she's uptight, and mm -hmm. she's this, and she's that. She doesn't want anyone and to talk to her. And we want to be fucking... We don't want to be that person either. Mm -hmm. like, so, it's how do you find that balance? How do you find the balance? Mm -hmm. Why do we have to figure out how to find the balance? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've, we've touched on extremes, mm -hmm. and like we said earlier mm -hmm. we know this is not like a blanket statement but i would hope that people realize 
if you approach a girl at a bar and she may not be the most friendly, that there's probably a million fucking reasons Reasons as to why. Absolutely. And then it has nothing to do with you. That is so important. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because it really doesn't. I've had a guy friend kind of complain about how, like, oh, I was talking to this girl at a bar. We are talking for, like, half an hour. And then when I ask her for her phone number, she doesn't want to give me her phone number. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, well, you realize that, like, you ask a girl how her night's going and she's being a nice person. You're like, oh, it's going well. How about yours? And you have a great conversation. And, and then you cool. just talk. Yeah. And, like, in many instances... Innocent conversation can just be innocent conversation. Exactly. She wasn't thinking like, oh, fuck yeah, this guy's talking to me. She's probably being like, okay, this is another human at the same place. And I'm enjoying a conversation with another fucking human. Exactly. So it's like, you... I guess everyone is not as perceptive, but know your audience, get a feel for what's going on, and at the end of the day, Day, I think this is actually the most important part. If someone doesn't want to give you their fucking phone number, let it go. Let it fucking go. Let it go. No one owes that to Nobody you. Nobody owes anything. To no you. one owes you the Nobody, conversation. Exactly. No one owes you the phone number. No one owes you a smile. No one owes, owes you, you anything. anything. Just like you don't know owe anybody else anything. Exactly. It's a two-way fucking street. Like damn it (laughs) i feel like i feel like back 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 in the day let's go back to like the 40s and 50s if a man like bought a girl a drink at a bar like had someone send her a martini they were gonna get married (laughs) (laughs) well where i was going yeah maybe that happened maybe that also was a thing where i'm going is like i feel like back then if a guy was declined sure like if a girl said thank you um but, right. you know what I mean, the man wasn't like, well, fuck you, bitch, give me that martini bag. It was like, yeah. well, have a good night with your friends. Exactly. Where's the shiver... 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 Shivalry. But it's like, it's learning to be... It's like being a mature enough adult to be like, you know what? You don't win them all, Whatever. You win some, you lose some. You know, guess what, guys? Even as women, we don't fucking win them all. Exactly. <laughs> like, we don't... Trust me. It's not like it's a cakewalk over it's here. It's like, really not. We're just waiting for our perfect Prince Charming to buy us a fucking drink. Like, well, that's not what... I have to... <laughs> I have to... On that note, I have to say something. I remember <laughs> when, I, you know, when I was younger, a friend of... A guy friend of mine goes... You know, if you women walk down the street, you know, he goes, he goes, you know who really rules the world or runs the world? And I, at that point, I was like, fucking 18, I don't know, 17. (laughs) Tell me why. Tell me why. Who? I don't know. (laughs) And he goes, women, you want to know why? I'm like, why? He goes, because if you walk down the street and you pointed at a guy and you said, let's fuck. (laughs) 99% 99% of the time, you're in a fuck. <laughs> he goes... <laughs> he, <laughs> so that's equivalent to ruling the world, by so the way. He go, right. So he goes, <laughs> if I walk down the street, or any guy walks down the street, and he points at a girl and he says, let's fuck. <laughs> what, 
what's the percentage you think of them actually fucking? <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? I mean, we don't. What? What? Ninety nine percent of women would actually be like, yes. I know. I mean, zero percent. Zero percent. No one happening. wins. No one wins. But. But I just love, like, one, I love how that's the equivalent of ruling the world. But, <laughs> but that's also, on a random note, Yes. <laughs> my theory as to why porn is more favored by men. Okay. Because. Because. Because I actually, <laughs> so weird, someone I dated years ago, and we were dating for a while, we were probably like six months in, okay? <laughs> and somehow we just now get on the subject of porn. Okay. And he told me, or I guess he just asked me actually if I was into porn or watched porn at all. And I was like, honestly, Normal. no, not okay. really. Yeah. And I was like, not that into it. And one first <laughs> weird point of this conversation is he was, he actually said, oh, that's weird. You, you struck me as a girl who'd be into porn. And okay. I, and I was kind of like, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like one, I was like. Explain this theory to me. Yeah, I was like, is it, is it my face? Like, what, <laughs> what about me makes you think I just love porn? But two, this is how I explained it. This is why I think it's way more popular with men, men um, at the end of the day. And I said, along with your friend's theory, if I want to get fucking laid, and you, if you want to get fucking laid, we could go to the nearest fucking bar and yeah. just... Go for it. Go for Pick it. Pick one. Doesn't mean we want to. I'm just saying. But right. If yeah, we no, wanted yeah, actual sex as a we woman, we can. We can go easy. get it. We can super easy. Exactly. But on the flip side, <laughs> men. Right. They exactly same theory. He a guy can go to a bar and be like, I'm gonna buy a drink for that one and that one and that one and, and that he one. Probably won't get we'll laid. Probably at strike out every time. Yeah. Unless he picks like the snooky of the bunch that's like blacked out and just like, eh, yeah, you know what I mean? Then because maybe. that's his intention. Because that's the kind of person. He exactly. Is. For sure. So in my theory, when it comes to porn, at least. Okay. Um, I think in that sense, like if we want sexual satisfaction if we want that we can go get it like in real life absolutely so for me personally watching it on a screen i'm like uh-huh like i can just okay. go have sex if i wanted to sure whereas i feel like men who have to like legitimately try harder, harder. and harder and harder they strike out a lot more often they're like they fuck need it. that fantasy. i'm gonna <laughs> exactly yeah. like yeah, fuck yeah. it i'll settle for this shitty pizza delivery guy porn that I'm going to get right now. Well, we're going to need another fucking podcast for this. Topic, <laughs> we can definitely do a porn episode for sure. I don't, I don't watch porn, but I like, I've never actually like went out of my way to watch porn, but I just recently, like last year, like six months ago, I was like, you know, cause I don't need to watch porn to get off. Yeah. yeah. But apparently that's a fucking, like, I didn't realize like people, especially men, they can't just jerk off and not watch anything. I yeah. can use my imagination. Yeah. Imagination is key. Right. And I don't need that. And then so I was like, you know, let me just try it and see what happens. <laughs> and I tried it and it was fine. But it wasn't any not different. Necessary. It wasn't yeah. necessary not at necessary. all. Not yeah. necessary. Yeah. And I think it's because we have our different life experiences. And like I said, sure. like... For us, it's way more realistic. We can go out and just, you know. Okay, so let's go back to the whole, like, you know, yes, we can get laid. Mm -hmm. Easily. Mm -hmm. Sure. But what... The, per, the percentage of women 
that care about who we're sleeping with. Mm-hmm. And I'm not to say that I need to be in a monogamous relationship and I need to have a connection with somebody for me to enjoy sex. But, yeah, like, I'm not going to just, I'm not the type, and I know you aren't either, that's just going to go to the bar Bang to it get out. late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With who the fuck ever. Yeah, no. Like, that's how diseases spread, you guys. Touche. But, like, it's not even just, like, that necessarily. It's like, like, I need to fucking, one, sure, everybody needs to find somebody attractive. But I need to make sure, I need to make sure that I feel like I have an attraction attraction to them. But even if the attraction is there physically, if there is no mental attraction. Oh, yeah. Pillow talk is always a thing. Yeah. If, if you can't have it, then. Then it's. <laughs> Gotta go. If you can't even have that. If you can't even have casual. I need need something, you know, (laughs) other than just your pretty. There needs to be some sort of conversation. Yeah, there needs to be something. Like, I want to fucking be able to. Like, fucking lie to me at that point. I don't care. Yeah, Just, whatever. like, tell me, you know, <laughs> like, pretend like we could have a good conversation, but I highly doubt that, that you could pretend to do yeah, that. Yeah, no. Most of the time, if they can't actually do it, they can't pretend either. Exactly. <laughs> but, so I guess, I mean, I think that's where a lot of the uh, creep factor tends to spark yeah. from. Because in nature, I think men get rejected, quote unquote, more. Whereas, like, they shoot their shot, and then it doesn't go anywhere. But I think it's the men that don't know how to take a loss and just move on. Right. That then act out in those crazy and appropriate ways. Yeah. Where they're like, fuck it, if I can't take a girl home, then I'm just going to grab ass wherever I can. You know what I mean? And it's like... Sure, you can do that, but then you're definitely never going to take someone home. I really hope to God fucking universe buddha buddha i don't give a fuck (laughs) what you believe in but like i hope that the reason why you're doing this is because of a deeper rooted issue that you should seek therapy for exactly yeah like i hope it's just not because you fucking feel like it you or, would hope that there's an actual cause. There is that there's a, something yeah. that is causing that behavior. Yeah. yeah. And I hope that if that is the case, fucking figure that shit out because yeah. you are hurting a lot of people. Oh, sure, with, for, even for sure. Even with a joke comment. Yeah. Like the like the Carl's Jr. or, you know, like. Yeah. It's, it's not, it, it, you know, yeah, it's funny because we have to fucking make it funny. Yeah, no, we have to laugh at it in order to to carry on with life. Exactly. That doesn't mean it's okay to do it. No. But, like, take that into consideration. Mm -hmm. You know, take that into consideration and imagine having a daughter. Even Uh, though I'll guarantee half of these people fucking have daughters. That's the whole other point, yep. (laughs) Daughters, sisters, one of the two. Right, all of it. Think about your fucking mother. Like, y'all came from one, so there's a woman in each of your lives. I know that for sure. You know what? Maybe she's not been around. Just fucking Jesus. Just got dirt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say Jesus anymore. Dirt. (laughs) But at the end of the day... um, there are reasons. That's why I, I don't like the stigma of, I tried talking to a girl and she was such a bitch to me. It's like, well, you have no idea what, what other shit that she's done I'm with. so glad you brought that up, yeah. Yeah, because to me, 
I battle with that balance all of the time. Absolutely, yeah. It's so rare that you're in a social situation where a man makes his move towards you and you politely as possible decline it um, or just make it known, like, that's very nice, but no thank you. And they take the L and just say, okay, have a good night and walk away. Right. It's so fucking rare. So rare. It's almost always the examples that we've shared. And next time you do that and a girl does politely say that, think about what we talked about. Yeah. What we're actually feeling when we say no thank you. Because guess what? Our heart rate has already sped up a little bit. Sped up. Because we're already like, woo, could this end now or is this going to get weird? Where are my friends? Yeah. That's exactly where your mind already goes immediately. Absolutely. So I hope some lessons could have been learned. Cheers to hopefully eradicating a few more creeps from the world. Yes. Whether it was intentional or not, if you hear these stories... You hear the reactions, you hear the train of thought that yeah. goes on through all of our minds and just understand. Yes. That's all it is. That's all it is. Just try to Empathy. understand. Empathy. Empathy. Be in our shoes. Above all. That's all it is. I get it that getting rejected might suck, man, but we all get rejected. We all get rejected. Think but about you like, know what? a job. Yeah. Have you ever wanted a job and then you didn't get it? And all the time. Did, did you cuss that person out? No. no. <laughs> so just fucking think about it, all right? Think about it. That's you all know I what? Want. And if you if you do this then tomorrow, if you still do what we told you not to, help good things happen to you. God or dirt save you. I don't even I know. Really do. I, I really do. I don't know what's do gonna save until... you. There is no praying that I can do for you that's gonna save your soul, my friend. <laughs> We have to drink to deal with this shit. Exactly. This is why we're on bottle number two. Bottle number two. Red wine is the way. Anyways, thank you for listening. What a great podcast. Thank you. You're fucking awesome. No, you're fucking awesome. Also, let's go to Jumbo's Clown Room. Let's go to Jumbo's. We'll see you there, but don't smack my ass. Yeah, no smacking ass, motherfuckers. (laughs) And don't take your cell phones out either because that's rude. Bad. See you later. Bye. Bye.